Hello, welcome everyone. It is FMC. I am Jeremy. That is SP3. What are you drinking? That is not coffee. That looks like some type of soda. It's it's Friday morning. Uh, Friday morning Coke. Oh, Friday morning Coke. Okay, <laughs> I respect that. I respect that actually. Very nice. Very nice. I have I have water. Yeah. I've already go. had my coffee for the morning, so I am I am on I'm on water already. So get up too F- early. FMW. That that sounds like a like a vehicle. Is there a C word for for water? I don't. Mm, I don't know. H two O. I don't know. If there's, uh, any there's no C in H two O. What are they talking about here? SC three. It's early, ladies and gentlemen. It's early. In it's the not over there. It's like it's like twelve o'clock over there, isn't it? Oh, or one o'clock? It's it's like one thirty. But trust me, I'm still on U.S. time. <laughs> I don't get up until like ten a.m. here, which is like five a.m. at home, which is pretty usual. The time I wake up with the kids and stuff when I'm back at home. But yeah, I'm still on U.S. time still. Did you see Alex McCarthy for his birthday? Did you punch him in the face? I haven't got to see Alex yet. We've wow. been trying to situate it with me, him, and Sat uh, trying to like connect the whole Daily Boys contingent together. Sat's about to have a baby. My oh. birthday is next week. So we're trying to get it situated, but we haven't worked it out because I'm like two hours from London where I'm, where I'm staying at. So mm-hmm. it's a little bit difficult. And I don't know the trains and bus format out here. And they're trying to tell me, oh, come to London. You know, it's closer for us. And I'm just like, like when, when Alex was in New York, I went all the way to Brooklyn. You know how far Brooklyn is <laughs> from the Bronx? I went all the way to Brooklyn and I hung out with Alex. Y'all telling me y'all you can't are... get a little bit closer to where yeah, I'm at? You already made the trip over there. Like they gotta at least go the rest of the way for you. Thank See, you. Alex McCarthy sucks. He's a jerk. <laughs> He's awful. We I'm we gonna, need someone to just clip this and attack Alex. I'm gonna, I'm gonna invite him on this show. Hold on. <laughs> I don't know what he's doing right now. I'm just gonna yeah. this link. Hold on. Where's uh? There's uh, my DMs with Alex McCarthy. Uh, and okay, since we, just, we could we could we can make the entourage review early if he does click the link because he watches entourage so <laughs> hannah i hope hannah is ready because we're going to send her the link too when we talk about the challenge all-stars episode one yes we're, we're only talking about episode one i did not realize two episodes had been out i watched the first episode and i was like all right cool because before they just did it one episode a week so maybe yeah. they did a two episode premiere for like when uh past seasons when it like actually premiered but no okay no because all stars 2 they'll remember the whole everybody was like complaining online about all stars 2 where they only had the first episode and the first episode didn't even have an elimination last season so this one i feel like they were overcompensating because of the complaints from last year and they gave us two episodes with two eliminations but man the format is so much better it's just so much better just so oh okay oh hannah hasn't even watched it (laughs) it is because don't worry hannah i literally had to wake up early today and find like a daily motion link (laughs) because i don't have paramount plus out here they don't have paramount plus in the uk until june 22nd i'm like that's like probably the week of the finale like y'all want me to wait that long i i remember last year like when we would have our group chat and you guys were talking about it's like don't spoil it anything like i have not seen it yet i would like binge watch it on like the weekends and stuff like i'd be a couple episodes behind and then i finally have the weekend i binge watch it but since i knew we were going to review it every week i was like well i gotta make a point to watch it the problem is i can't go to like the challenge wiki or anything to to like refresh my brain when we do the review here because 
I'm going to spoil episode two for myself. So I'm going to yeah. have to recall what happened on episode one. You're going to have to lead the review so I don't spoil it. Alex McCarthy has DM'd me back and he just said, eh. What do you mean, eh? <laughs> I was going to find, what do you mean, eh? This guy, this guy, you should, someone, someone clip it. Someone clip the beginning where we talk about Alex McCarthy and, and Sat. Also, you can tag Sat in there, not being willing to come a little closer to Sudbury and making me have to take, it's like a one, an hour and 10 minute trip. That's literally the amount of time it took me to get to the Brooklyn from the Bronx when Alex was in New York and they can't do it. They can't do it the other way. I've Look been trying to tell everybody for like years now that Alex McCarthy is horrible and, and no one no one should like him and this is why he's my worst enemy. He's he's terrible. He's terrible. <laughs> and this is just further proof. Terrible person, terrible friend. Further I love proof that. Right Hannah, I'm the same way as well. I follow way too many of the challengers. So literally I knew bits and pieces of the first episode or two first two episodes from following Tina. Tina's a great follow though. Tina, Tina is 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 pretty awesome. I I I, I felt kind of bad that I didn't uh, you know draft her higher in our in our fantasy draft la- last week, but but who was uh, I mean I, I feel like we're jumping ahead because we do have to talk about NBA because people come here early for the NBA talk. We're we are all over the place because McCarthy is like, what are you sending me links for? And I'm just saying SB3 and I are burying you. <laughs> Mainly me. I don't want I don't want to get you in trouble. You actually like Alex. I don't. Yes, he's my brother from an Irish mother. He is the. will come visit you though, SB3. <laughs> I will come visit you if I was close enough. But you he know, won't. Man, you know, you know, I can't wait to you the EP come to New York. Like I that that I'm gonna I'm gonna treat you like a king. We at some it. point we will we will come to New York. The the littlest one always like her dream already is to like come come to New York. Like if she sees like a tall building, she's like, It's New York. And we're like, No, it's fucking like cleveland like it's not even close to new york like sorry but yeah like like kings i'm gonna i I, you know i used to be a tour guide did i ever tell you that really no i used to be a tour guy i used to work on uh the new york i told you new york water taxi when we did the interview for the spotlight and i used to do they uh, the tour guides on the boat used to always love me and they thought i was like very funny so they would like let me do like some of the tours like halfway like if they pick me up at like the first stop if i was like ending my shift they would let me jump on the mic and do some of the tour because i was studying to be a tour guide nice well when when we do visit i i look forward to the the tour that you give us i don't know when we're going to visit new york but at some point we will we will definitely visit new york and joel pearl sucks he's he's awful like just everyone sucks honestly I, I love how Joe Pearl he buried you as well. We're we're pulling back the curtain oh, on when? everybody. When did Joe Pearl bury me? I hold Joe Joe Pearl. It showed up early, or he could go back and watch this work. But he buried you because I was asking him yesterday uh, when True Rewind was going to drop on Fightful Overbooked, and he was like, "All oh, that damn that damn Jeremy had to drop uh, some No Mercy stuff on the channel, so I had to push it back to to later today." And I was like, "Oh, that's fine." I was like, "That damn Jeremy." He's like, yeah, I know exactly. <laughs> I posted that no mercy video at like five because we had nothing on the channel up until then, so there was nothing scheduled. No, fuck Joel Pearl. Where's he at? I'm gonna kick him completely <laughs> off the channel. 
I don't know if Okada is going to join us. He's just sending me gifts right now. But we'll see. we are we are burying everybody. This is this is Friday Friday morning burial. Yeah, it really is. Really is. Oh man, uh, Joel Pearl, get him out of here. He's not. I, well, you know what, Joel? I'm gonna just True Heel Rewind can can stay on the channel. Everything, everything that that Joel Pearl does is no longer on Fightful Overbooked. Okay, we have no more Joel Pearl on Overbooked. That's where and- that's where I'm at. And yes, power driver finisher. I do use the term burial too 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 loosely. I, I I will because we're we're about to bury James Harden for his poor performance in in this series with the. I mean, we all expected this. I think we we got a little too happy when he had that big performance in Game Four. Oh, I didn't. I knew that was an anomaly. I knew that was an anomaly. I texted my friend and I was just like. This is not the norm for James Harden. Like, cool, he had a big game. Like, that's great. Don't expect this next game. SP3, you and I had the had the same amount of points as James Harden did in the second half yesterday. You and I had the same amount of points. And we didn't we didn't kill. There's Alex McCarthy. Look at this asshole. Not oh, there he is. <laughs> Happy belated birthday, buddy. As Happy I call birthday. you an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> why won't you go say hi to sp3 so he can punch you in the face for me <laughs> he ain't got the balls for that nor have you jeremy you pussy i will if i can go over there i don't have i don't have uk travel money you kidding me sean ross Sapp don't pay me nothing Listen, i've seen no. your shows i've seen you at shows throwing your weight around jeremy i've seen it i was I'm, telling him people, that i, that I will, too- I will. I'm two hours away from 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 London, and you and Sat want me to take a two hour train ride to to London, or or an hour an hour and a forty five minute train ride, and I'm like, that's the amount of time that it took me to go from the Bronx to Brooklyn to see you when you were in New York. Not the same energy. I don't. I'm not feeling the same energy. Wait, you know I don't live in London, right? I know. I know. <laughs> I, I looked well, up where you live. Okay. So it's not just that I'm going to London to your house, brother. It's not doorstep service. I was working. <laughs> what were you doing? I'm a busy man. I'm trying to eat my fucking wings. I've got Jeremy calling me out on my lunchtime. I'm a busy man. And I'm getting sent links and shit to come here and be harassed about a train journey. What is this? What kind of wings are you eating? Yeah, Nando's actually. That Sasha Banks buried heavily. I was about to say, I heard that shit sucks. That's what Sasha Banks told me. I, 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 well, she's probably right, but my British taste buds know no better. Right. I was gonna go there too when I went to see uh, Doctor Strange the other day. I was like, I was like, oh, this Nando's. Alex always tells me about it. Hey, hey, I don't always tell him about it. Uh, I feel like that's just like a thing over there, right? Like you gotta yes. go to Nando's and and get it. I mean, I have no idea what what it tastes like i've never robbie, robbie fox it. liked it whatever that's worth from american mouth oh, okay i like robbie he's he, i don't know if he has you know taste when it comes to food but i don't know if i, I trust him when it comes to that I, i'll hell? trust sasha banks over robbie fox probably Sorry, probably why <laughs> uh sp3 how long do you do you go home I, I was just telling uh, Jeremy before we went live here. I'll probably I'm probably gonna be here until like the beginning of June now. Shit, 
the prices to go back my wife didn't uh, book the trip to go back yet and the price to go back are preposterous right now it was it was so cheap to get here and that was just crazy right now so might stay a little longer we got a place here now so we can stay as long as i want it's the power of the pound sterling sb3 <laughs> the power of this economy which is fucking dirt dog shit right now but hey, he's better matter. than us this is, well, you, you, got, you know well electricity costs like whatever anyway <laughs> um all right let's let's work it out then is this is this it i have to come to you is this what we've been established? No, no, no. I did. I did figure out that when uh, I think it was sad, he suggested Liverpool Street. That's a little bit more workable. My 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 wifey said that oh, you London. just have to take the bus to Colchester, then go around to the train station, and then it's one train. That sounds very workable. The bus yeah, yeah. to a around a circle no, to I'm, one I'm train. I, I wouldn't do all that for you. Like, come on. <laughs> You see this, man? I, I told you. How long have I been telling you, SP3? I've been I've been telling everybody for years. Alex McCarthy's the worst. I took a I took a I took a, a hour and a half on the train to get to the Bronx to Brooklyn. Yes, I was doing the same work that he was interviewing. I mean, a talent, bus, like, but, a bus? but I but I you know you know I took the train back so late. So you late did. that night, I, I I showed I showed you and you and your dear friends from over in the UK. I showed you juniors, the power of juniors. I didn't make you walk across the Brooklyn Bridge like Diddy did the band. <laughs> I mean, I still feel like you're getting a bad deal with Liverpool Street. That short Shoreditch is great, by the way. Like, there's so much for us to do there. But yeah, you bet you are coming to London, basically. <laughs> yeah. Why don't you yeah. go see him, Alex? What are we what, doing here? Where, where are you? Like, sorry, Suffolk? Where are you? Yeah, I'm in Suffolk. I'm Fuck like Sunbury, what, Suffolk. What's I to do in Suffolk? <laughs> There's nothing. That's why I said I said at least Colchester. I was like, I know That's the like bus. like Ipswich, like Norwich, just Norfolk, Suffolk. There's nothing there, man. There really isn't. I, I like the build, how the buildings look, well, the houses look, but there's nothing here. That's why I said Colchester. At least Colchester, there's some stuff to do. I, there. I would, I would come to Colchester if Zach can agree that. Okay, so we go. got, we got, we got two, two of the three Daily Boys. So we, we, and we got it on air, ladies and gentlemen. So we need yes. to clip this and we need to tag Sat, put Sat's ass on the fire and be like, oh man, you won't go to Colchester for SP three? He's only here for a little while. Yeah. Guilt him. Listen, yeah, bring bring it in. I, I'm I'm down. I, we have to make it happen before you go back for sure. I'm down. And you better been punch hard Alex hard. in the face, SV3. Don't be a coward. No, this is this he don't is want he don't want it. This is the Tommy to my to my ghost. Uh, you know, I showed showered him with love on his on his birthday, but oh, I showered God. him with love anytime I see him. Yeah, Jeremy's like Tariq before he got his own spin-off. That's what you're like. <laughs> I don't get the reference. He doesn't, he doesn't know. That's what makes it great. No, no, no. You know what? Jer since since Jeremy does know this person, because we got him, we got him back on Entourage. He can be Proctor. Proctor is basically what I Turtle like, became after yeah, Entourage. I like, I like Proctor though. <laughs> I don't. No, Tommy doesn't though. No, as well. Get the this Pro Proctor's Turtle, right? That, yeah, yeah. Pro, the actor that. that played Jeremy Ferreira plays yeah, Proctor. Yeah, in, yeah. It, yeah he plays he plays uh, Proctor in Power. He does, yeah, uh, and he's great to his kids. I can't not like him. To be fair, he does try and fuck his wife about though. So I, I don't know, man. There's a lot of parallels that I'm not linking up here. 
But either way, fuck Jeremy. That's 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 the memo. All right. I can't even argue. I mean, I talk shit about you all the time, so it's like if you're gonna say it back, I can't say anything. But I do want SP3 to punch you. He's too nice to you. He's way too nice to you. Way too many people are too nice to you, Alex. Sliding in my DMs like, got a Drew McIntyre interview. Fuck these Drew McIntyre interviews. I, I ran two stories off I don't, of that. I don't do that. He's chatting rubbish. <laughs> I send him the quotes. I don't go, look what I've got, Jeremy, please. The funniest. And if the... I don't send him the quotes, by the way, then he's like, oh, fuck, have I got to transcribe another interview? <laughs> I send him the quotes. I don't do that for anyone else. That's a shoot. I don't send the quotes to anyone else. But Jeremy, and he's still a prick. What can I do? <laughs> the funniest thing about this, you sent me quotes for uh, Thunder Rosa, and and I, I had food poisoning, so I didn't run it right away. And I was apolo- I was apologetic that the the DMs will show that I was apologetic for not running it right away. But I also saw you promoting the Drew interview, and like literally as I'm typing, "Don't send me these fucking Drew quotes. I'm not <laughs> running it." You sent me the Drew quotes. And long quotes as well. Yes. Not, not, not little bits. Oh, and then I still ran two stories off of that damn interview. So, you know, you I go. love you, Alex. I love. hate you, but I love you. Yeah, what, what, what are we? We like rock and sock when they back in the day. That's what we are. Yeah, that's no. fair. That's good. I'll hey, take well, that. Whatever tag team hated each other. Yes. That's, I that's got that vibe from um, Hookhausen and, and just purely off rock and sock vibes. I like it. <laughs> I've decided. I like it. We're not doing wrestling talk. I, I mean, I kind of screwed my. I kind of brought up the wrestling talk. You did. This is not the wrestling talk show. You did. So. You did. Have Alex, you have you been watching? Any... Yeah, I was oh, about to answer that. Yeah, <laughs> the NBA playoffs. You been watching the NBA playoffs, Alex? Oh, I'm back. Hey, man. Um, Jimmy Butler's going to come through, and James Harden's not. There you go. That's that's I my mean, playoffs. Spin. That's that's already been proven that James Harden's not. You. We we just said it before you came on, Alex. You had the same amount of points as James Harden did in the second half of game six last night. You did great. Great job, isn't Alex. You were pacing it, James Harden scoring. Isn't it crazy, though, how, like, you know, they talk about it sometimes, how people become different animals in playoffs, right? Where James Harden becomes the shrink of what James Harden is. is. But Jimmy Butler's like, come on, bring it. <laughs> that, boy, that boy don't miss. Um, yeah, I've only been ca- I've obviously catching up with the games because of the time difference, and of course the Lakers aren't in it. I'm not sitting there watching it and shit. But what happened? There you go. Keep up. Who do you think is our what? next? Who's our next coach? Doc Rivers. <laughs> oh God, please no, please no. What do you, what do you what? think? Is, what do you guys think about uh, Phil Jackson helping out with the coach series and oh, and, that, and that. That he report from gone, did he? Yes, that report from Bill Flashkey that he rather trade LeBron than. than that report LeBron. was <laughs> that report was so stupid because like I have no information on this, but I heard it's like what? Which one is it? Do you have no information, or you you've heard this? You got to understand, Bill Plaschke has hated Phil Jackson for years, for years. Oh, I so remember him when he was on Around the Horn. Exactly. in the early days, always talking shit on Bill. Exactly. Bill. That's why. That's why when I when I heard it was Bill Plaschke, I was like, I don't believe this crap. I'm like Bill Plaschke <laughs> hates <laughs> Phil Jackson. He hates Bill him. Bill Plaschke ain't got no inside information. Come on, no. now. he's got no information. So so here's a here's a question. Here's a question for you guys. Would you rather have Russell Westbrook or no. James Harden on your team? You're you're paying yeah. the people five million or five years for 270 million or whatever. 
they're getting you get you got them the, the full contract i know russ's contract is like actually about to end whilst philly's probably going to be stupid and pay it well would you rather have harden or westbrook because they're similar ilk just they go about it in different ways for how, for how long because we got westbrook for another year right so no how- I, i'm saying like you're gonna pay you're gonna pay one of them you get them for like at their age right now they're both like 32 33 you're paying them that max five mil money nobody's actually gonna pay uh westbrook this on his next contract philly is 100 percent about to pay james harden yeah. Uh, yeah. 270 for over five oh, years. Shit. Um, I, I, do you know what? Before this season, I, I think I would have said Westbrook. Like, um, before I just watched the severe lack of chemistry unfold, I think I would have said Westbrook just because he has the facilitation as well. Like, and and I didn't think we needed his shooting that much. Um, <laughs> but Jesus Christ, uh, as, as much as a big fan of. Russ as I was in his OKC days and, and stuff like, oh man, like it, it, the fit just hasn't there. Probably not helped that he's surrounded by pensioners. Um, <laughs> like we, we need to rebuild bad uh, in and around the summer, but I, I just don't know where the wiggle room's going to come from. Um, I, probably ha- just Harden off the back of what I've just seen. I probably would go with, with him. But again, he, he's not a proven good fit either with anyone basically. So Christ, it's a shit question. <laughs> SP3. I I'm gonna have to agree with Alex. Like Russ just doesn't work with the Lakers. Like you, it just was a round peg in a square hole. I wanted him to as well with the homecoming. Yeah. I wanted it to. Work. I did too. Yeah, like Harden, at least Harden has the shooting that we really need. Well, if he uh, shoots, yeah, if he shoots and (laughs) if he shoots on time and doesn't dribble the ball for 23 seconds, yeah, like. I, I don't know, but I I mean you're you're asking me to to pick between chicken shit and shit itself. So <laughs> I mean, I'll probably yes, take- really, how, how romantically do you look back at that OKC period? Oh, the Westbrook OKC. I'm always gonna have a soft spot because of everything. You had Harden, Durant, in all in the same. You know what I'm saying? I mean, like, fuck Kevin Durant. Uh, like fuck him. I honestly fuck James Harden too. Like he he wanted out. He wanted to get paid. He wanted yeah. to get traded. Like we could have built something off of those three. Westbrook was the guy who stayed, and like it ended the way it ended. But we ended up getting Chris Paul and draft picks, and then we flipped Chris Paul for more draft picks and stuff. So overall, it worked. Uh, with Westbrook, so the Harden Westbrook thing is, as I was saying, they're similar. They just go about it in different ways. In that, like Russ is going to go out there, and you don't have to worry about him not being aggressive in these moments but that aggressive is like a detriment to the team is the issue harden you have to worry about him just disappearing and that is also a detriment to the team so at least russ will compete that's that's one thing i will say about russ he will go out there he will compete he will give it his all harden as we saw last night will just kind of stand around and do absolutely nothing and i don't know which one is worse if you would just rather have a guy that won't do anything so like hurt the team that way or trying to do too much and hurt the team that way. It's, I, I think it's not great. Like, either like a Lakers specific question. I think Sid probably got it right. You know, if Harden can get the looks off LeBron, I don't know. You would think, but then LeBron's going to hit him for wide open shots and Harden's going to pump fake and then, you know, do in and out dribbles for, for 15 seconds <laughs> before step back, taking step a step back. back. Yeah. <laughs> or just pass it up or just not shoot it at all. And, that, you know, that's not great either. Russ is just going to pump fake and then jab step a couple times and then, you know, dry, try to drive and shoot a mid-range. Like either way, it's not ending well. 
it's not ending well either way. Okay, like it's just not well established. Well established. Anyway, can I go eat lunch? Fuck. Yes, you can have. You can go eat lunch, Alex. Thank, <laughs> thank you for you. for joining thank us. You. I appreciate we it. Love you, Alex. Yeah, not thank really. you. Hey, SP three, hit me and let's let's arrange uh, the date. Yes, hit him, please. please yeah. Just punch him right in the face. All right. Love you guys. Bye, yeah. Alex. Love, Love you, buddy. Thank you. Uh, what a great guy Alex McCarthy is. Fuck Alex McCarthy, but what a great guy he is. This is this is FMC has become the, the place for recurring uh characters who just run in for a few minutes and then run out. Oh, this, this is this is the best show I do every week. Apologies to all the other shows that I actually do, which I love. I love every show that I do, but like just sitting around bullshitting with you just linking people to this like hey come in and let's talk about everything that we actually like and you know isn't part of our job is is the absolute best and we can just bullshit and just be ourselves and not have to you know try to speak politically correct so we don't get in trouble with any pr uh places (laughs) they ain't watching this shit they ain't watching this they don't care about this show <laughs> that's how I that's how I feel on on True Hill Heat. I was like, I, I I have a disclaimer for some of the people on True Hill Heat who are a little bit too out there with their language and the things they say about people, but <laughs> but I just feel like, hey, they, if they see it, they see it. I didn't say anything as long as they saw it. But yes, uh, as far as the Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a four fifty-five meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. And it works everywhere I write. Summarizing a doc only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. The NBA, besides Harden, you know, falling asleep. Oh, Let's we got- give it up for my man Giannis. Giannis on the Coupo. I do want to talk about Giannis. We got to talk about Doc Rivers. Doc Rivers, this man in the press conference, when asked about job security, literally said, no one picked us to be here. No one expected anything when I got here. They fired Brett Brown, who could only get him into the second round with Embiid and and, uh, and Butler. Or sorry, well, they didn't have Butler at the time. uh, with, With Embiid and Simmons. They fired Brett Brown and they brought in Doc to get them over the second round hump. Yes. And then last season, they at least got to game seven in the second round. They threw Ben Simmons under the bus. They they completely killed his confidence. Then all the weird stuff happened with him. But they, they threw him under the bus, which pretty much ruined the relationship there. They brought in James Harden because they thought, well, James Harden, you know, Harden and B, this is going to be a, a one-two. This is Kobe and Shaq of, of 2020. Here we go. And then Harden just decided, okay, well, I'm not going to show up. I'm not going to do anything. And then they got to game six and still lost. I understand Embiid was hurt. I get that. Like, like Joel Embiid, that dude's a warrior. I, I haven't loved his play style, especially since James Harden came along where he's looking for calls and all this stuff. But the man goes out there. He's willing to play. He's willing to risk it. Credit to, to Joel Embiid. Still not the real MVP. Real um, MVP. No, don't worry. We're no. one. Don't worry, ladies and gentlemen. We're one loss away <laughs> from the Suns. Yeah, I'm gonna have more. to do that presentation <laughs> next week. Jeremy has to do the uh, presentation. Yes, next week. I'm calling it. it it's week. yeah. I, I resigned myself to to knowing I'm gonna have to do it next week. Um, but 
They, and B's a warrior. He tries to play through it. Doc Rivers says, nobody picked this to do it. Nobody expected it. They brought you in to get them over this point. Doc, what do you mean you had no expectations? You're not brought in. You weren't brought into a rebuilding team. Like You were you were brought in because they had expectations. Doc Rivers is going to blame everybody but himself. He ain't going to take blame for any of this shit. He's going to he's gonna blame Ben Simmons. He's going to blame James Harden. He won't blame Embiid. But he's gonna no. he's gonna blame injuries. He he's gonna blame the front office. He's blaming everybody but himself. This man living off of that one championship, which I'm putting more credit to the players and Tom Thibodeau at this point. Yeah, Tom Thibodeau, the assistant coach, who really hasn't proven anything as an NBA head coach either, deserves more credit than Doc Rivers for that Celtics I, championship. I, right? I, I I give more credit to Paul Pierce having to use the bathroom in Game One. I still, I still stand by that. That changed the whole entire series. Is Paul Pierce faking an injury to go use the bathroom? Fair, fair. Doc Rivers is the absolute worst with his blame game that he wants to do. I don't know if he gets fired. I feel like management kind of likes him because they brought him in. He got like a five-year deal, and this is year two. He does have injury excuse. Like if Embiid is healthy and plays the full series, is it a different series? It's probably different. I don't know if they win it, but look, it was the two-two series, so they had their chance when Embiid came back. Um, and then they still they got blown out in the last two games. If Embiid's healthy, it's probably a different series. But James Harden, James Harden even was trying to blame Doc Rivers of you know we ran our offense, the ball didn't come back to me. It's like you. You're James Harden. Just do your stupid isolation stuff. Like you, you I'm love- pretty sure you're allowed to kind of do what you want and freelance a little. Okay. Like I love Stephen A. Smith's theory. I don't know if you saw this one, but his theory was that James Harden was like actively tanking to get Doc fired. So they yeah. bring in Mike D'Antoni. I love that theory. That's so good. I hope it happens. Reunite Harden, Maury, uh, and D'Antoni in in philly run back the houston team that was at least made the conference finals uh, a few years ago but now they're all older and, and hard it's completely washed run that team back sure why not <laughs> why not why not i mean yeah it's i feel like the the sixers over the last two seasons it's been a case of everybody doing the spider-man meme and pointing oh, to the next, yes. to the next person <laughs> and it's just like don't y'all realize it's all of y'all faults like y'all should point the finger at yourselves first instead of pointing it at someone else and yeah they, it's just a series of the blame game and it's gonna happen every single season until they really change this team like they need to stop they need to just realize Joel Embiid is your best player you build around him and yes you thought Harden was a solution to Ben Simmons but he really wasn't you Harden's got never a solution no James Harden's never a solution he's proven that now twice he proved that in in, in Brooklyn he's proved it here it just is not working so you need to build around Embiid you got Tyrese Maxey you keep him uh keep him around I don't know what you do with with Thibel. That's besides the point. Uh, Tob- Tobias Harris is getting paid way too much for oh, a guy that look, disappears. So yeah, they're going to look to trade him. They're going to look to trade Harris. I don't think they're. I think they're going to give James Harden that money. Like I think they're going to sign Harden to an extension. You know he's going to walk into that meeting fresh off a of club appearance and, and still still got glitter on him and everything. And he's going to be like, "I'm serious about getting in shape. I'm going to make it work." 
everything's going to be good. It's all and like, all right, James, we trust you. And they're going to give him that money. I, I, I wouldn't do it, but Daryl Morey loves James Harden and he's definitely going to do it. They're going to give him that money. Harden's going to say all the right things about wanting to improve and wanting to make it work with a beat and, and wanting to, you know, learn the offense and everything. But I, I wouldn't do it. They're, they're going to trade Harris. They got to find something around like the margins and stuff. Cause I don't think they got a lot of cap room, everything to work with, especially after they, they pay Harden. It's not a great team like around Embiid, especially if Harden is going to, you're going to get this version of James Harden. And it's not a great coach. If doc rivers is your coach, because that man doesn't really understand what he played Deandre Jordan. What are we doing playing Deandre Jordan as much as he was, Doc Rivers just doesn't really know what, what he's doing when it comes to a lot of this stuff. So we we shall see with the with the Sixers. It's tough times for for our friends Joseph Holbert, uh, trying to trying to be a Sixers fan out in these streets. Just tough. Okay, we'll we'll get we'll get Joe on here so he could talk about the, his his poor poor team uh, soon. But yes, let's talk about Giannis. Giannis yes. showing out, he's showing why he is the best player in the world. You know, we each had our opinions on the MVP, but that's the most valuable player for that regular season. The best player in the world is Giannis Antetokounmpo. I, I always try my best to pronounce that as best <laughs> as I can. But Giannis, yo. Like we said at the beginning of this series, this is really going to elevate his legacy. And him in, in game five, I feel like it not only elevated his legacy, but True Holiday does not get enough credit for how much he has changed this team. He has really been the difference maker. He was the difference maker between the team that lost in the bubble and the team that won the championship last year. And then that game, that game five, man, those two plays, especially the play on uh, on Marcus Smart, where he blocks his shot and then throws the ball out of him. That's one of the best defensive plays of the year. Oh, 100%. I've always been a fan of Drew Holiday. When people are like, oh, Bledsoe for Holiday, it's a similar trade. Like, absolutely not. Like, you've not watched these two guys play if you think these are similar players. Like, it goes way beyond the the stat lines that they're going to put up. I have gripes with Drew Holiday, especially offensively. I think sometimes he just he, – he looks confused or he's trying to do too much. It's very – it's weird. He's good as a third guy. Like he, he's good as a third guy with Middleton being hurt. He has to get elevated to a second guy. And if Drew Holiday's your, your second guy, like that's still a good player to have, but it's going to be tougher to win a championship with Drew Holiday uh, as, as your second guy. But at the end of the day, this man just makes winning plays. And, and you yeah. cannot teach intangibles of winning plays. He hit a big three to, to tie the game. And then he comes back with two back-to-back defensive plays. The the block, the block was incredible because uh, I think it was Pat Content. Like, kind of got beat on on the inbound. He blew up the original inbound play, which was a credit to him. But then Smart got a little bit of separation. Content made it tough. Like Smart's going for like a little baseline mid range. Like you'll kind of give Marcus Smart that shot. But Holiday, the awareness to not only slide over, to not only block the shot, not only just like block it, but take the ball. And then have yeah. the awareness to land and bounds and throw it off smart. And then the strip at the end, so they didn't even get a last-second shot off. Drew Holiday is just going to make winning plays for you. And even the the game uh, that, they, that they won, game game four, I guess it was, or game three, uh, where he was one-on-one against Tatum. And it's like, look, I don't like Drew Holiday isoing against Jason Tatum. And he lost the ball. But then the ball, he just somehow got it back and flipped it up a little bunny, and it went in. Like, 
winning players, winning teams, the ball just somehow finds them. Like another example, Giannis misses the second free throw. Jalen Brown and Marcus Smart both go for the rebound. Right between them both, right to Bobby Portis. Bobby Portis, Bobby another Portis one, another one. In. Like winning teams, the ball just somehow finds them, and they just make these plays. And the Bucks, after last year, they are getting these plays made, and it's a credit to them. I love Drew Holiday; he has definitely changed the Bucks and everything they could do. But Giannis, man, going into this series, I had a tough time picking the Bucks because of what we saw from the Celtics in the first round, what they did to Kevin Durant. But I think I said it on this show. I know I said it to uh, my buddy Samer. Like Giannis is different than Kevin Durant in that he don't give a fuck. He will, he he will deal with this physicality. He is not going to shy away from wanting the ball. He's not going to be forced into these mid-range stuff. He will put his head down. And if you were going to rough him up a little bit, he is going to put his head down and rough you up right back. And that's what he has done in this series. If, if you're going to hit him in the mouth, he's going to come back and he's going to hit you in the mouth. And that's what separates him from – that's why he's the best player in the world right now because he does not give a fuck. And he's going to get his numbers, sometimes not efficient, but when he does do it efficiently, those are the games that they're going to win. And this is why he's the best player in the world. And the fact that they, they are up 3-2 to two in this series, when most people picked Boston after the first round and with the Middleton injury. Not this guy. <laughs> Not this guy. Like Giannis I, my, is my anti, different. My anti-Celtic heart said it. It said it over my head. <laughs> I was like, I'm not going with everybody's majority pick. I am a Laker fan, so I can never in my self-conscious mind and heart pick the Celtics. But I also believe in Giannis. Like, in, like the biggest thing for like my Lakers, whenever we created like a dynasty or had back-to-back champions, the three peats, it was the role players. The role players had to come up clutch, whether it's in 2001 with the shot by Robert Horry against the against the Kings, or in two, 2002, Robert Horry hit a big shot against Portland in the first round. There was a whole bunch of other plays along the way that helped us along, especially in like the King series. And so yeah, it was the role players like Derek Fisher when we got back to the finals in 2000 in 2004 with the Warriors, you know, Andre Iguodala, who was a role player on those Warriors team. He won the NBA finals MVP, just showing you how important role players can be. And I think in this series, you are seeing that the Bucks have those role players, like you said, that make the winning plays, that make the plays at the right time, whether it was Drew Alladay with the, with the defensive plays, whether it was Bobby Portis, with the tipping, these role players are coming through and it making me really believe that the Bucks are going back to the NBA Finals, that we might either get a rematch or we might get the Bucks trying to get a two-peat against the last dynasty in this in this league, in the Warriors. I, I don't know. I know a lot of people are, are writing off the Warriors after they got demolished. That was oh an embarrassing my. performance. That was a James Harden-esque performance from the entire Warriors team. They got completely demolished. They were up by like 55 at one point. Oh my it, god. With being up three to one, and then I, I know they're in Memphis, Jaw's out, and they played very well. Memphis has played very well without Jaw all season. But like the Warriors, they're a veteran team. They know what it takes to just close out these games. And Memphis apparently just doesn't know any better uh, on how to lose. Like it's fine if it's a close game. 
and you you happen to lose given the the circumstances Memphis being elevated uh you know wanting to play hard with, with jaw out their defense is better without jaw but scoring finding scoring without jaw is a little bit more difficult but to just not show up was pretty embarrassing for the Warriors I still think they they close it out tonight but not a good effort from the Warriors in, in game five I agree. I think the Warriors close it out in game six and they have to because you don't want to go back to Memphis after that performance in game five. You don't want to do that here in that whoop that trick. You don't want to you don't want the three one ghosts out there either. Like you definitely don't want that. Yes, the the three one ghost of of bad NBA Finals pass coming back to haunt you in this one, especially against a jawless uh, Grizzlies. It's like that would be just quite embarrassing. So I think they're gonna fish it out in six. Do you think Bucks and Celtics are going seven? I kind of it feels like a seven game series. I mean, I hate doubting Giannis. Before Game Five, I should pick the Bucks to win Game Five, and largely because like. I just wasn't going to doubt Giannis because they were playing very well in game four. And then the fourth quarter, they just kind of fell apart. Like that was a game. That was a winnable game for Milwaukee. And then the fourth quarter, their defense fell apart. Credit to, to Boston. They did. Uh, they took advantage of, of what Milwaukee was giving them. Milwaukee changed things up, went to, to switching in the, in game five. And that, that allowed them to make their comeback. I have a very tough time doubting Giannis. This just feels like a, a seven game series. I hope it goes seven. But I'm also rooting for Giannis. What a likable guy that guy is. Man, Giannis, yeah, he's just he just has it in him. And I was actually watching, I think, Secret Base did the uh, collapse video, I think, of, like two weeks ago or last week, of the Bucks talking about how the Bucks went to the NBA Finals in 2001. And then, you know, their collapse ever since then that led to, you know, Ray Allen leaving the original Big Three. That was the first time I really heard of the Big Three in my generation, like, because you had the Celtics Big Three of the 80s, but in my generation of watching the the uh nba the original big three that i always heard about was ray allen sam cassell and glenn robinson and they completely demolished that team and then out of that collapse came them getting this random draft pick of giannis antetokounmpo and that has led to now what seems like a team that's going to go to back-to-back nba finals so i give them so much credit. I'm not going to go against Giannis, so I'm going to say they finish it up in six. I think that they they are on their home court tonight, so they get the job done. What do you think, though? We do have a game seven to talk about. <laughs> I, I saved this one for last. I know. I saved this one for last because we got to talk about your point, God, because all he does is choke, choke, choke no matter what. <laughs> Chris Paul turned 37 and all of a sudden forgot how to play basketball. I don't know what happened. This man is a legend at 36, putting up great numbers, you know, going 14 for 14, not missing, just running through the playoffs. And he turns 37, and I don't know what happened to this man. I'm I'm afraid of turning 37 now. Like 37 is apparently just a death knell for, for everybody because Chris Paul – on his birthday, his birthday was May 6th, all right? Do you know Chris Paul's oh, numbers man. since May 6th? Hold on. I'm about to pull him up because he turned 37 May 6th, which was like game three, I think, uh, which is when they, they started not looking so hot. Uh, so here we go. May 6th, on his birthday, 
This man had 12 points on five of nine shooting, four assists, seven turnovers. Four assists to seven turnovers for Chris Paul. That's not Chris Paul numbers. One of the greatest point guards of all time, according to Jeremy. And he yeah. is, according to a lot of people, not just me. I, I know. I said it last week. but <laughs> May 8th. May 8th. Five points, seven assists, two turnovers. At least the turnover assist ratio was better. But five points on two of four shooting. He wasn't even shooting the ball. This is James Harden afraid to shoot nonsense. May 10th, seven points on three of eight shooting, 10 assists, four turnovers. And then last night, May 12th, 13 points on four of seven shooting, four assists, five turnovers. What are we doing, Chris Paul? What has happened? What has happened since he turned 37? One in three since he turned 37. I'm not, I'm bad at math, so I'm not even going to try to do the averages. Averaging like, Nine points and then six assists and five turnovers. Somebody who actually does math will, will figure that out better than I do. Wait, wait, you, what was the point awful. total again? You had five points. Oh, I don't know points. if that's correct. Oh, okay, okay. The point total was shoot, let me pull back up. Um, so we had geez, right here we go. He had uh 12 points, five points, seven points. 13 points. Somebody at math figure that shit out. 34. So he's averaged. Man, that's pathetic. That's pathetic, ladies and gentlemen. He's averaging eight points. Eight points since turning 37 years old. And this is embarrassing for me because I, I always say people born in May are destined for greatness. You've seen, you've seen two of them. You've seen Alice McCarthy today. You've seen me today. We are destined for greatness. The Rock is in May. Right, here's here's his numbers. I actually have B-Ball uh, reference, which is actually a, a very useful website. 9.3 points, so not quite eight. 9.3 points, 6.3 assists, 4.5 turnovers on 50% shooting from the field. I mean, 53% from three. His shooting numbers are bad. He's just not shooting enough. Seven attempts per game. Like, that's not, doesn't seem like a lot for Chris Paul. But 9.3 points, the assist to turnovers is bad. 6.3 assists to 4.5 turnovers? Chris Paul turning the ball over nearly five times a game? That's not Chris hey. Paul. Hey, he he did want to leave lead his teammates to the to the tunnel of the don't, Mavericks don't, to to fight. He that can, was he not can, a real tweet. He can SP3. lead three. He can lead his team to anywhere but that a championship. Was not a real thing. <laughs> Not real. No, nah, he was right. Up. I was on his side with what the, what happened to his family in Dallas. I yes, that was 100%. right at all. That yeah. that wasn't right at all. And and Billy with aunt, Auntie May and every and it, yeah, that was just. I was like, uh man, y'all y'all making me y'all making me side with Chris Paul. Uh how dare you? How dare you? But yeah, he's he's played bad. He's just playing bad. Nine nine points uh, since turning thirty seven years old. The Suns have not looked good. I think they're still going to win this series. 
I think they're going to make the the conference finals, but they ain't sweeping the Grizzlies or the Warriors. No, so not. we we know that Jeremy, even though he tried to he tried to suck I me did. in <laughs> into <laughs> elevating the losses, because we would have already been it would have been already time for the PowerPoint presentation based on our original bet, but he suckered me into giving him one more loss, and it's going to happen. I don't know. I, 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 I'm not going to count Luka out, but nothing I've seen for the Mavericks makes this, me think that they're going to beat them in this series. This series hasn't even been... I mean, the home team has won every game. But, yeah. like, this this series hasn't even been, like, competitive basketball. All the games yeah. have been blowouts. Like, I'm pretty sure every single game has been, like, a double-digit victory. Like, it's going seven. That's cool. I love game sevens. Like, I... I have a, a semi-rooting interest because I do. I would like for Chris Paul to get like a great moment with his ring and everything. But really, I just I like Luca as well. And the the Luca chatter, like it started very early for Giannis of like, oh, he hasn't won a ring. Like, what did they get? He's gonna leave. He, they're gonna get him out of there. And like Luca's gonna start experiencing that pretty soon. And even though he's only in like his third or fourth season, he's gonna get the oh, he hasn't won a ring. He's gonna leave. Even though Dallas is a big market but he's going to leave. He's going to go elsewhere. He's going to always tied to like the Lakers or some shit, but like, just give me like competitive games. And these games just haven't even been like fun to watch. Like the first half has been like good in some of them, but like the second half have just been blowouts. If you're going to go seven, which is great, at least give me like a memorable game. None of these games have been memorable. And that's been the most disappointing thing. I hope game seven is like at least good. Honestly, I will take I, I've resigned myself to the PowerPoint presentation at this point. So because the, the Suns aren't sweeping the, the Western Conference finals if they make it far. Just give me a good game. Like just get I don't care who wins. Just give me a game that is close in the fourth quarter. Just give me a good game seven. Don't give me this, you know, double digit blowout nonsense. I mean, I I'm hoping. I'm hoping. I'm hoping that it's a competitive game because we've had to deal with one team just overpowering the other this whole entire series. And I think these these two teams are pretty pretty well matched. I won't say evenly matched because I feel like the Suns are definitely the better team. If Chris Paul can play like Chris Paul, which he hasn't for more than half of this series. So I, I'm not going to count Luka out. I think it's going to be a close game, but I think that the the Suns are going to win out. But man, man, it's, it seemed like it's, it seemed like Jeremy was so confident, ladies and gentlemen. At the I don't know what's happened to them. <laughs> like, it's so it's so weird. They they look great all regular season. They went through the regular season and just steamrolled teams. And then we get into the playoffs and the first round. All right, I'll, I'll blame the Booker injury on, on the two losses. Like, I, I there's at least a reason for that. This this series, though, I don't know what the excuse is. Like, and it's not even like, – they just look kind of lifeless in games. And that's the worst part is like, okay, if you're playing close competitive games, maybe you're coming up short. Like, it, it happens. You're facing a, a good team. You're facing – maybe the second best player in the league, honestly, like it's a tough out, but to, to play the way they're playing with like no energy, no life, just looking confused out there. It's so weird to just the way this team is just fall. And you know, I, you, you can make your Chris Paul jokes. I get it. But this team went to the finals last year. Like th- this team did go to the finals last year it's not like this is chris paul who it's like ah here we go chris paul can't get out of the second round what's he doing out there 
this is a team really the almost the exact same team that was in the finals last year and had a 2-0 lead and then looked great in the regular season. Chris Paul teams outside of the Houston years like had not looked this good in the regular season. And in Houston, no. they at least went to the conference finals and they were right there until the the Chris Paul injury. Like it's so weird. It is so weird this team. I don't I don't get it. All I can blame is is 37. That's all I can blame. Chris Paul turns 37 and all of a sudden he just forgets how to play basketball. Cliff Paul is apparently the person playing for Chris at 37. I don't get it. Choke Paul. Choke Paul. CP3. Choke Paul 3. Um man, I can't can't wait for them to verse either. Well, I think they're going to verse the Warriors. I think the Warriors will wrap up the Grizzlies. The Warriors versus the Suns should be very interesting. I'm I don't I'm not going to give well, we should pretty much say our prediction now because the the, the series might start before next Friday's show. Oh, it will. So, it 100% will. So I'm saying Warriors in six. Warriors in six over the Suns in the in the West. And I'm going Bucks versus Heat in the East. And I'm going to go Bucks in seven. I think that's going to be the seven-game series over on the East. Uh, Money Mark makes a good point. They refuse to play through eight. It, it, it is true. That was yeah. everyone like that was what people were saying going into the series is like, oh, Gobert, you know, couldn't really punish the small Dallas lineup. Aiton's different. Like Aiton has a mid-range shot. He can finish around the rim. Like, and Chris Paul will get him the ball and put him in good situations. And like in their wins, they've kind of done that. But for some reason, in their other games, they just they just don't do it. It's so it's so weird. Monty Williams is the coach of the year, and he's he's getting out coached by Jason Kidd. And look, Jason Kidd, I'll give Jason Kidd a lot of credit because when he was in Milwaukee, uh, that flamed out. Brooklyn, he didn't do well there. Milwaukee, everyone blamed him for uh, with uh, with what happened with Giannis, even though Giannis liked him. Jason Kidd, instead of like uh, future Lakers head coach Mark Jackson, instead of going to the instead of going to the broadcast booth, yeah, I'm throwing shots at the Lakers. And no, you should because I I always said when they when we picked Frank Vogel and made Jason Kidd an assistant coach, I was like, okay, maybe they're just doing this for a year, and then they're gonna they're gonna fire Frank Vogel if we don't win the championship in 2020, and then Jason Kidd can become the head coach. But because Frank Vogel won the bubble championship, they kept him in that seat, and it led to Jason Kidd leaving for another head coaching job because I always said I wanted Jason Kidd as the head coach of the Los Angeles Lakers. So I I agree. The the Lakers deserve to be buried here because Jason Kidd is proving he is a better head coach than Frank Vogel. I gave Jason Kidd credit for our defense because he's he's a good defensive coach in my opinion. Here's the thing. I don't know if Jason Kidd is a better head coach than Frank Vogel. I am putting the struggles of the Lakers this year on Frank Vogel. That team was just an absolute mess. I don't know if Jason Kidd would have done a better job with that team. What I will credit Jason Kidd for, though, is instead of going to the broadcast booth or taking years off or whatever, or you know, searching for another head coaching like low level job, uh, he could. I'm sure he could have coached one of these horrible like Knicks or somebody who just loves to make like splashy hires and stuff. He's like, you know what? Let me be an assistant coach. Let me learn a little bit. Let me let me try to just better my my skill set on the bench as an assistant. He goes to the Lakers. Frank Vogel, they they win a title. Frank Vogel's always been a very good coach. He, you know, he he's seeing LeBron every day. He's seeing Anthony Davis every day. He's coming up with schemes for two of the best players in the world. 
he got he got more just he built up his resume through that he built up his skill set through that and when the mavericks hired him people laughed people were like oh jason kidd we saw what he did in milwaukee but they didn't give him enough credit for just going to to los angeles being willing to learn and actually realizing that like, Oh, Jason Kidd like may have improved here. And I understand it. I probably made jokes as well. Of like, Oh, this should work great. Like Jason Kidd, but he learned, he built up his skill set, He got better. And then he's done very well with Dallas way better than anybody could have expected at this point. So credit to Jason Kidd for that. He's turned into a, a good coach who like, he's got his team, whether they win game seven or not, how, whether you know the series hasn't been competitive game-wise, but he's got his team to Game 7 against the top seed in the West and the best team in the league this season. Uh, with a team, by the way, the Mavericks, You, Luka aside, nobody looks at that Mavericks roster and is like, this is a good team. Like Nobody's looking at this team and be like, hey, Matt, Dallas, my, my friend was like, you take Luka off this team, this is the worst roster in the league. And I mean, they look, they still beat Fair. Utah because Utah's a mess. But my friend is like, you take Luca off this team, this team is, is competing for a top five pick because they just are not that good. And he's got them this far. So credit, credit to Jason Kidd for being willing to humbling himself in the coaching world and taking the Lakers job as an assistant and, and bettering himself. That that, uh, that helped him become a better overall coach. Like yeah. I shouldn't, I shouldn't, I shouldn't downplay Frank Vogel. He's a great defensive coach, but he's not a great overall coach. And I feel like Jason Kidd working with Frank Vogel helped him on the defensive end, and has helped him become a more well-rounded coach. And I feel like you know, as fans and analysts, they focus too much on the Jazz choking. And I feel like Jason Kidd didn't get enough credit for going two-one against the Jazz without Luca. Without Luca, like without Luca, he got halfway to beating the Jazz completely. They could have, they could have been up 3-0, honestly. When you look back on those, well, like one or two plays in that game that the Jazz won in the in uh the first game in that series, they could have went 3-0 against the Jazz. And I feel like people are too easy to you know crap on the Jazz, well deservedly so, but they don't give Jason Kidd enough credit for what he did coaching wise for that team. And now we're seeing it against the best team in the in basketball the suns are quote unquote the best team in basketball because you know me i am biased i am your biased representative here on fmc i am a laker fan through and through so the two guarantees you can guarantee from me is that i will crap on the suns more specifically uh chris paul and two i will never root for the boston celtics you can always have that guarantee from me and trust me for non-bias on everything else except for those two teams. So that's why I think one of those teams is going to the conference finals and that's the Phoenix Suns, but they'll lose in six to the Golden State Warriors. And then the Boston Celtics will lose either game six, game seven. I'm going to give them faith and say it goes, it goes to seven. I, I'm, I really am hesitant to go against uh, Giannis Antetokounmpo, but I said at the beginning of that series that it was going seven. I'll stick to that and say Boston and Milwaukee go seven there. But the Bucks win, like I said, at the beginning of the series, and it's going to be Bucks and Heat, and I'm taking the Bucks in six. You know what? No, Fuck seven, seven, seven. You, you know what? Fuck it. Dallas Bucks is your finals. Dallas wins game seven. Dallas wins the Western Conference finals. Luca arrives, officially arrives. There's going to be no doubt that Luca is the second best player. We're going to get Luca, 
Giannis. This is what everybody wants to see, right? The two best players in the league, Luka Giannis. I think the Bucks win, but we're going we're gonna to get it. This is actually what I'm rooting for. Now, give yo, me Luka I'm, against Giannis. Yo, do you – like, let me just warn everybody. I, we appreciate everyone who watches this show. But I am going to be insufferable if the Suns lose to the, to the Dallas Mavericks. It's, yo, you're not going to – you're 100 no percent gonna be insufferable. <laughs> I will be laughing. For, I, I think I think literally next week you're just we're just gonna start the show with me with at least a one minute laugh track. We're gonna honestly like game seven, game seven Saturday. What time's game seven on Saturday? Game seven is can I not scroll over? Jeez, okay there. Um oh they don't have it listed. Yeah, is it Sunday? Maybe, maybe they. Get oh, it is Sunday. Oh, it's to be determined on Sunday. Okay. Um, because it, it could depend on Bucks Celtics. Okay, it's Sunday. I assume that it's Sunday, like evening, but it could. The time will probably depend on on if Bucks Celtics go seven. Because if that goes seven, we'll probably get Bucks seven. Bucks Celtics at like seven, and then Dallas Phoenix yeah. at like nine thirty. Uh, but if there's only one game seven, the game will probably be at like eight or so. Um. I don't know if we should we can do a watch along on on Sunday night because uh, it, it it'll be late for you in the UK. Yeah, on Sunday we night. we might we might we um, but we might do maybe maybe we do like a special Monday morning coffee or something like a quick one if you we might time. yeah we it if we get two game sevens we I think we're gonna have to do a Monday morning show okay of the and react to, to game sevens I, I think we're gonna have it probably won't be like an hour and a half you won't get all the tv talk yeah. and all that stuff but we will definitely talk about uh game sevens and and i will also say this if we if it should we know it's suns and and dallas if dallas wins just record yourself Oh. cackling I, i'm gonna then, i'm gonna do the skip bayless the, what skip yeah. bayless does after like big games i yeah. I, yeah, I have to i have to and i'll just upload i'll just upload that onto the channel just you you cackling uh <laughs> oh man i'm gonna be i'm gonna give you a mix of like skip bayless and uh Stephen a smith after like the big game like i told y'all i told y'all I told you it was gonna happen. I told you this man chokes. This man chokes. Oh man, I'm I I'm like giddy. I'm like giddy just thinking about it. I know I know, Caden, that that the Dallas ain't gonna win Game Seven, but just the thought of it, just the thought of it, has just made me feel like it's it's like two days before Christmas, and I'm really really excited about Christmas. That's what it feels like. I. I'm honestly, I'm kind of rooting for Dallas at this point. I like Luca, I really do. And Luca Giannis too. final, like that's that's cool with me. Even even Dallas versus Warriors conference finals, that would be a that's bunch cool. of fun. Yeah, like the Suns have been the best team, but the way they performed in, in this second round, just I don't have a lot of confidence in them right now. And they haven't been the games haven't been fun. Like at least show up. Don't be so lifeless. Horrible. Right, I'm gonna send this link to to Caden so we can do some. I probably should have sent this earlier, but I do have a surprise for you from Caden, uh, and oh, I boy. will pop that on the screen here in a second. No, Caden didn't screw it up. I've not tested this, so if it's screwed up, it's Caden's fault. Um, I always go. blame someone else. <laughs> well, it would legitimately be his fault. Uh, not bl- it, 
it's not un, un, unsolicited blame. I don't think I use that word correctly, but it, it's uh, all right. Here we go. Let's see if this works. It didn't, Caden. You have to blank out the the white spaces there. You just it's a background. Can I upload it as a background? It's on an overlay, Caden. That doesn't work. Hold on, let me see if I can upload as a background. That's the best. <laughs> it doesn't work, Caden. There, we oh, do there that. You go. But then our names are done, Caden. You gotta blank out the white spaces. Oh, that's lovely. That's they gotta be like PNGs. Hey, hey, there was too much, too much uh black on the screen. You got my black background, you got my black ass and the black and the black and my back and my black uh THH uh one. So yeah, it it makes sense. Have the little white there. Kaden is messed up the over. He says it worked on my stream yard. Well, it's not working on ours. Kaden is here already yell at him. Kaden, what happened? It worked on my stream yard. I don't believe you. Oh, it worked on mine. That's all I'll say. It worked on mine. Take a I screenshot of it working on yours. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Let me make sure. Because I used it earlier and it worked. Maybe I, hold on. I may have actually screwed this up. And then if I did, I will take full blame for it. Uh, hold on. Let me change it to a, uh, I'm going to try this. and Let's see if it, if it works now. Yeah, it's working on mine. I don't believe you, Caden. I think you have completely messed this up, and it's all your fault. I am, I am DMing you a screenshot. No, I don't. I You photoshopped it. You're clearly good with photos. All right, get off screen for a second. No, see? It doesn't work. It doesn't work. Uh, <laughs> let, me see if I, let me see if I sent you the wrong JPEG. I'm dying right now. That's great. This is great. There's a very See, good chance I sent you the wrong JPEG. You have not DM'd me a screenshot because it, it doesn't, you don't have a, a legitimate screenshot of it working on your stream yard. This is the you're, best. You're trying, you're attempting to, to Photoshop your screenshot right now. That's this what you're is trying the to best do. edition of the penalty box that we've ever had on FOC. <laughs> I DM'd you a screenshot. You can see the background cut out in the screenshot. Yeah, but okay, so that works, but you, you got to show your face on it. Like you have to put yourself on the outlet. Let me, let me show you the, the screenshot Caden has sent me. So again, people don't think that I am making things up here. What a stupid segment this is. Um, all right, hold on. I might have sent you the wrong version. That's possible. I will explain why Caden is still incorrect when it comes to the. So this is an actual. This this is meant to be full screen. Yeah, this All is right. Great. So this is the screenshot Caden sent me, but you see he does not have his uh, face on there. So it is still just a, a picture. I think I, I think I know the issue. I think whenever I sent it to you as a JPEG in DM, it did not keep the cutout holes. It filled them in with white space. Can you can you email it to me? Yes. Okay. Do you, I'll I'll DM you my email. I mean, yeah, I, I'll DM people, you the file. People know it. Okay. I, right, here's my email. It's just, if anybody wants to email me, it's jeremylambert88 at gmail.com. <laughs> I don't care if my email's out there. Whatever. 
He's an idiot baby. The best, the best year for babies. True, true. I'm trying not to get fired. Who's going to fire me? <laughs> can't fire me. I mean, if they, if Jeremy was ever going to get fired for anything he said on this show, he would have got fired after like the first episode. Yeah. I'd say fuck Sean Ross Sapp on all the Fightful shows that I'm on. All right? I threaten to fight Sean every single day. I'm good. I mean, I, I'm sure there are stuff that, that, I, that I could say that would definitely get me fired. I'm not dumb enough to cross that line. Uh, and the, the stuff that I do say uh, is all in, in jest and, and good fun. So I don't think I'm in any risk to get to getting fired. Sean loves me. Yes. I was okay, not the I one s- who tweeted. It should work now. All right. I was not the one who tweeted rubbing inner thighs. Uh, <laughs> you know, who, tweeted, who tweeted that? Do we know? I I, 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 apparently it was somebody like who had like old tweet deck access i have no idea who tweeted. Wow. we did talk about uh cyber sex with jared bailey on our twitch stream earlier this week everybody nice. can, uh, go watch that that's so all Jer- so, so jared bailey it, it doesn't know aim but he knows about cyber sex yeah i mean i feel like everybody knows what cyber sex is right i mean i mean has he done it that's the question. oh yeah yeah he <laughs> I mean, Jared tells the story. He was uh, he was getting pictures while we were on Twitch. So he was like, "I like, everyone go watch the the No Mercy stream where we're playing as Steve Blackman doing the Hardcore Championship run, and Jared Bailey joins us, and we had some conversations on that yes, show, ladies and gentlemen. All right, Caden, you have tried this again. You're cutting into your penalty box time. This is the wrong thing. Uh, by the way, just... I sent a second confirmation uh, of a screenshot. Hold on, let's see if this works. How do I remove I'm this? I'm having overlay? a great time. Uh, how do I'm having this? a great time. Uh, there's right. a little like. Oh my like, god, it works! There it is. There it is. Good job, Kaden. All right, we got it. Kaden has not disappointed us too much. Just a He's little magical, bit. magical person, Kaden. Thank you for the overlay. He's also created yes. us a logo that I will, I'm not going to pop on screen now. I got to have more surprises for everybody uh, coming up. But he's created us a logo. I think Aiden's just going to do all of our graphics. I got to send me your PayPal. I do see your confirmation, uh, DM, yeah. by the way. Send me your <laughs> PayPal. Uh, okay. so, so I can uh, send you some, some cash for this. We don't make any money off of this show. <laughs> so this is coming out of my personal savings there you go. for you. Can I, get my, can I get my blimp? No, we don't have blimps. Are you kidding me? You get no blimps. I, I look. I have blimps. Look, you can maybe buy. You can go to Five Below and get you a blimp or something. I don't know if they have that where you live. That that's how much uh, you can. That's the kind of blimp you'll be able to afford with the money that I'm sending you. I apologize. I cannot give you more. I don't get paid for this show. I'm get Sean Ross. That doesn't pay me nothing, man. Everyone sends super chats to to pay for Caden's uh, graphical salary here. SB3 doesn't get anything. Yeah, no, I do. This is one of this is one of the the shows I do out of the love of talking to Jeremy. Kaden gets more. Kaden's getting more money off this show than we are. SP3, what the fuck? I, I gotta give it. I gotta give it to him for the for the overlay. I mean, yeah, yeah he deserves it. He deserves. Yeah, it. Uh, yeah I uh, I spent like maybe five hours yesterday in total because oh I kept. God. I kept messing it up and having to change the canvas size and then having a mental breakdown over it and then needed to take oh. a break. Like, it is definitely not worth it. Uh, 
Definitely not worth it for that. Well, he has to give me my education. This is my my uh, you know this hockey one hundred and one. That's that's the other version of penalty blocks. Is hockey one hundred and one where SP three learns about hockey. So let's hear it, Caden. What's what's been going on in the NHL playoffs? All right. Well, I'm going to start with the East. So we had Boston versus Carolina in game six last night. Boston ended up tying the series, but it's really not been a competitive series. In my opinion, every team's just been blowing out the other on their home ice and game seven is going to Carolina. So I think Carolina is going to take it. It's, I don't see anything special in this series. It's kind of boring a little bit. But, uh, I mean, another series that's going to get real interesting in Game 7 tonight is or Game 6 is going to be Rangers and Penguins. The Penguins, uh, Sidney Crosby, the captain, got injured by Jacob Truba last game by a dirty hit that they're just not looking at. So Crosby's out. The Rangers ended up getting uh, a win and forcing in Game 6. And if Crosby's not there, I don't think the Penguins have any shot of winning this series. But... Besides that, like the Rangers just have not looked good. Like they look like complete garbage. And Igor Shosturkin is a fraud of a goalie. <laughs> That's true. He's not played well. He's not played well this He's series. It's terrible. It's He's it's kind of so disappointing. Because I, I like him and I like uh watching like elite goalies do their thing in the playoffs as long as it's not against my team. And he he's not been not been good. Crosby's injury changes a lot. Changes like it changes the, yeah it changes because he's been the best player th- this series and mm-hmm. arguably like the best player in the playoffs and so him being out that's that's tough for pittsburgh can't blow a 3-1 lead though don't care yeah can't blow a 3-1 lead. well let's talk about a team who blew a 3-0 goal lead uh, in game five oh, the man. capitals were up five nothing on the panthers in game five and then carter verhage of the florida panthers got five points two goals three assists in order to get the Panthers over the Capitals, winning game five. They have game six tonight in Washington. I am a Florida Panthers fan. They're my second favorite team in the league, and I've been waiting for them to get into that second gear, get the offense going, and I think they got it. They got that gear into motion, and now I think the Panthers have a very good path of getting to the Stanley Cup final if they can get over Washington in this game. Um, I mean, it looks like Flo- if Florida wins, oh, we'll talk about. Let's talk about the series that that people care about: Tampa Bay and Toronto, because yeah. this series <sighs> has been just fantastic theater. Toronto out here, they're trying to end their playoff demons, trying to win a playoff series for the first time since like 2004 or some shit. They were up three two in the series. They were up late. In, in game, I guess they were up in the third period. It was about 10 minutes ago. It took a five-on-three penalty to give Tampa Bay some life. Lose it in overtime last night. Game seven in Toronto. I can't imagine the nervous energy that's going to go on in that series. Who do you like in game seven, Kate? I'm taking the Toronto Maple Leafs. Uh, so fun, like interesting fact is I wore a heart rate monitor during overtime last night. And at oh, one wow. point, I reached 130. So I was like, all right, let's see how this goes (laughs) because I'm pulling for Toronto. I'm uh, my dad's from Canada. That's why I'm a Canadians fan. And I like to cheer for my Canadian teams. And I've been very invested in Toronto. That's cowardly. That's cowardly. Caden, if you're, if you're from Canada, you should hate all the other Canadian teams. No, you you cheer for the Canadian. No, you're supposed to cheer for all the other Canadian teams. I have a John Tavares. 
I have a John Tavares Maple Leafs jersey hung up in my closet. Why? I meant to wear it today. Get out of here, CM Punk. I bought it the second John Tavares signed with the Maple Leafs. I went no. online and I bought the jersey. Boo. But I'm t- look, I'm taking Toronto. Toronto should have won that game last night. The ref missed a really bad interference call, and that led to the game-winning goal by Braden Don't Point. Don't blame the refs. It, no, it was that was bad. And then the like the there was a phantom high sticking that led to the yeah. five on three on Victor Hedman. Victor Hedman's six foot nine. How are you gonna get a high stick on the guy? It's not possible. Don't blame the refs. Blame I'm the blaming refs. the refs. Toronto's going back to Toronto for game seven. Those fans are going to get behind the team. Matthews is gonna come up. Marner, Marner and Matthews have looked like absolute beasts in this series. David Kampf has been like a surprising player. I did not know who this guy was going into the season and he's played phenomenally. I think Toronto will take this in game seven and go face the Panthers in the second round. Toronto and Florida would be really fun. I'm going with Toronto. I really thought they were going to win last night. Honestly, Mm -hmm. I thought they were going to win in overtime. They were the better team last night, but Tampa Bay just finds a way. I I am going with Toronto in Game 7, though. I like Toronto. I like Carolina in Game 7. And then Mm -hmm. Oilers and Kings. Who do you got in Game 7? So, yeah, that's where I was about to go. I'm going to go with the uh, the Oilers. I'm going to go with the Oilers in Game 7. Connor McDavid is an absolute other beast. He's finally, like, the last few years we've been wondering, like, is McDavid going to actually turn it on in the playoffs? This year he has. He's been abs- like he's been the best player in any playoff series so far. He is the best player in the world. I've been getting an argument with my dad because I think he's a better player than Wayne Gretzky. You punch your dad in the face. <laughs> That's what we should happen. Just be like Connor McDavid. How are you going to say he's better than Wayne Gretzky though? Come on now. Connor, look, pure talent. I believe Wayne Gretzky is the most overrated player of all time because of his talent. I don't think he's that good. Jesus, what, what are we doing here? That's that's the one we'll get this another day. Like when we'll get this another day. Your dad should punch you in the face, actually. (laughs) Connor McDavid has been amazing. Uh, Mike Smith has been really good in goal. I don't think LA has enough to get through that game seven. They're they've been very well. Like they've surprised me throughout every single shift. Uh, Philip Deneau is still proving to be like one of the best defensive centers in the league. But it's in Edmonton. I think they're going to take it in game seven. And then going to, uh, oh, yeah, that's all. Uh, yeah, there's only one more series left. There's game six tonight, Flames in Dallas. I got Flames taking it in Dallas because that series is boring and Dallas cannot score. All right. Yeah, that, I've hated the Flames in, in Dallas series. I kind of want Dallas to win just because it would pop me if the Flames lose. Uh, where are you at on on my abs? We're going to face the Blues. The, the Minnesota Wild did what the Minnesota Wild do in the playoffs. Hate to see it. Uh, so we got the Blues in the second round. I assume we're going to lose in six games because that's what we always do in the second round. So I, I'm i interested in this series because of Darcy Kemper is out in net for the Avalanche. I originally thought that's an issue. Then I looked at Pavel Francois' record in the regular season. Francois, get it right, Caden. Francois. Francois. 15, 5, and 1. Or 15, well. 5, and 0. Oh. Kemper's going to play, by the way. Kemper was back in practice. Okay. He's not missing anything. Yeah. If Kemper's He's back, playing. I think Colorado's going to probably take St. Louis and win in either 6 or 7. The only issue I have if I'm Colorado is St. Louis has that playoff experience that Colorado does not have. They went to the Cup in 2019. And if playoff Bennington is truly back in form from that run in 2019, the Avs need to be scared. Ah, fuck Jordan Bennington. He's horrible. He's 
He complains about everything. He's a little bitch, honestly. Jordan he'll Bennington's punch, a little bitch. He'll punch uh, Nathan McKinnon. He throw, that's what I'm mostly afraid of, is Bennington's going to take a cheap shot at one of our guys and, and injure him. He's a little bitch. The edge of ice <laughs> hockey is what I like to call Jordan Bennington. Um, I, I'm, I'm always worried about any series. I, I assume we're going to lose. I would be happy when the schedule gets released and I can mark off the days that I'm going to be in a depressed mode. Um, uh, but, you know, we took care of Nashville. Now now we got St. Louis. We beat them last year in the playoffs. It's a different mm-hmm. team. Uh, the St. Louis team is, is much better. I was shocked they beat the, the Wild as easily as they did because I actually thought Minnesota was, was going to be uh, make kind of a run this year. And then, yeah, I, I like watching Minnesota fail, so it's funny to me. But the, now it's all the good thing for you is that I believe Tory Krug will be out most, most of the series or the whole series for the Blues, which that is doesn't, massive, I'm not banking on like loss. energy in, injuries or anything like that. I, I don't, I that's that's fine, but I, I don't bank on any of that stuff. That okay, Krug is injured, I just assume we're going to lose. We got to conquer our demons. Matthew Shane was round one. Ryan O'Reilly, and I guess Brendan Sad, uh, round two. We'll see Tyson Berry, I assume, in round three. Um, and then in the finals, we'll see Pierre Edward Belmar in, in, in the finals. That's, that's our Eastern Conference demon. All right, Caden, anything to plug? 10 Count Wrestling on YouTube and Spotify. There you go. Go follow Caden. Thank you for the graphic, Caden, uh, even though you, you screwed it up first. <laughs> But you got there in the end. That's all that matters. You got there in the end. Thanks, buddy. We'll talk to you next week. There we go. That was Caden with our hockey talk and our graphical talk, apparently. The penalty box. That was another. He's got to get the, yeah, he's got to get the, uh, uh, the penalty box graphic. Yeah, I, I just I just uh, messaged Romeo because I forgot to message him all throughout last week for that. I was like, oh, since I, since I'm reminded now, let me let me message him see if he can do that for us. But yes, I like I like I like the new the new graphic. We 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 can either debut it for the last half of the show or late next week. Well, I'm gonna send this link to to share our pal share to see if she wants to bullshit. She since she's already outed that she has not watched. Uh, <laughs> the challenge this week but i'm gonna message her regardless to see if she does want to jump on for challenge talk i also got to pull up our draft rosters here so two episodes premiered i've only watched the first episode so i'm gonna have to try to recall this without the the help of the the great wikipedia but it kind of starts with everybody yes you're gonna have to carry a lot of this sp3 so it kind of starts with you know the big introductions big party and all this stuff. Mark Long just bought these shoes that he didn't even remove the tags on, which popped me. I got outed for that. I was like, yeah. you still have the tags on. Yeah. I love how it was, it was basically, if you remember the beginning to Infernal 2, the 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 intro video for Infernal 2, that's basically how yeah. everybody showed up to yeah. to this one. So stress like, the nines and everything. Yeah, I like I like the first night. How everybody, you know, is all happy. It's like a, it's like a family reunion and stuff like that. Is I like, to, you know, Tina and Veronica coming together. Um, I, I, I love the real world Austin, uh, coming, coming together because that's that's my people. That's my people. I'm an old school real world fan, and real world Austin is one of my favorite seasons. So I that was one of the best seasons of that show. Yeah, one hundred percent. Everybody was fucking. Um, <laughs> 
Wes and Joanna, uh, Melinda and Danny, and then Melinda and Danny became like the love story of the real world for a while until they got their their divorce. But uh, <laughs> yeah, I like I like that. Um, what was the oh the the challenge was the one where they look into the hole. And then yeah, it was a puzzle, or puzzle. it was a memory game essentially, a memory yeah. puzzle essentially. Yeah. yeah, which which they screwed Cyrus on because Cyrus they established in All Stars One that Cyrus is colorblind, and that was one of the <laughs> most important parts of the memory game is that it was colors for the puzzle, so you kind of automatically knew Cyrus was going to be in the bottom half, and he was last, so he had to go straight into the elimination. But I like the format so much, like the format for this should be the format format on the regular season where you know the two people that win they get um a sabotage so there's some incentive besides you know just being a part of the vote for who's going in you get some incentive to be in first place and then they have the top three men and top three women be the authority and they have to vote in a man and a woman to verse the last place man and woman from the daily challenge so i like i like the format in general I do like the format as well. Uh, as you explained, like the winners, like the actual winners, it is individual, at least right now. We'll see if it, it could change, but it's individual uh, male, female. And then the, the winners for male, female, they get, they get a sabotage. So there's incentive to like actually win. And then there's incentive to get into the top three because you have power as part of the top three. And then you also just don't want to lose because if you lose, you go straight into the elimination. So you, you always want to win regardless, but you, at least if you, um, you know, if you get top three, then you have some sort of power. And if you're like there, you can't throw the challenge as an individual. Cause if you throw the challenge, you're going straight into the elimination as well. So I do like that, that part of the format. And then as we learned after the elimination, which we'll, we'll get into the, the winners of the elimination, get these stars. And we don't quite know what the stars mean yet, at least uh, for episode one. We don't know what the stars mean yet. Uh, so I'm very interested to see what happens there. So the two losers were were Cyrus and um, fuck, who was the Cynthia? Was the, Cynthia. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so so Cyrus and Cynthia were the, the two losers of the thing. So they go straight to the elimination. So the vote when it comes to the top three, Wes was the overall male winner. And then the overall Sylvia. Yes. Sylvia, Sylvia did very well. Yeah. It, yo, Sylvia might be the, the most improved player, even though she still has the Sylvia in her. Where she's just you got her learning. last round too. You got <laughs> no! her last round in the yo! draft. <laughs> I was hyped. If this if this whole draft was on a point system, <laughs> yo, that would be like the sneaky, the sneaky win. If I got like a bunch of been. points for her yeah. winning the daily challenge, because I got her in the last round, but Sylvia surprised the hell out of me. Like, but she's still Sylvia and she's still so nervous being around. Out all these vets and all stars, so she didn't know what to do, and, and th that's why, like, when she when they did that whole scene where she's like, "Oh, I don't know who to vote for," I was just like, "Don't worry, you in the authority with Wes. If you need someone to tell you what to do, Wes will do that." So they went cowardly in the authority, and you know they could. They talked about, "Oh, we can make a big move." They they, they mentioned Jordan. MJ brought up Jordan. MJ was in the top three. And he brought up Jordan. Wes is like, I'm, you know, I'm not opposed to that. And then Wes just basically says, like, we pretty much can just establish if you finish second to last, you're going in. So it's performance based. And then everyone will just follow suit and we'll put it on somebody else to basically break this chain. And the, the second to last 
were uh, Tyler for the men and Tina for the women. And Veronica did not want to vote for, for Tina because that's that's her friend. And now because she had to do this because she was pretty much overruled on this. Yeah. Um, because she had to do this, Tina now is like not trusting Veronica. We will see how that plays out. But we got Tina against uh, Cynthia. And then we got, hey, there's Cher. And then we got uh, Tyler against Cyrus for the men. And it was it was tunnel brawl, essentially. They had to crawl in these like little tunnels and they pass each other, dig some sand, pick up these sandbags, crawl back. And in the end, uh, Cher, we both lost competitors from from the draft i lost cynthia which was my last pick whatever uh and then you lost tyler i almost lost two i was about to be like oh my god i'm gonna lose two people first episode this is not going well for me but fortunately cyrus pulled it out over tyler i really like uh eliminations like that like the hall brawls and i feel like they don't do ones like that as much anymore like the real physical contact ones um there was one it was on a team one that they had to like run through like the crossway and like go back and forth like putting the oh ball yeah where yeah. ct was just like guys were like flying off of his truck <laughs> truck the yes. truck i think that was uh wasn't that rivals rivals one it where it was it was ct and brett and adam because because adam gassed out at the end and ct yeah, had to- <laughs> yeah. truly i want to go back there's like six or seven seasons there that were so good and had like the best people i want to go back and like watch all of those because they were great i want to say it's uh from ruins because ruins was the one where where west comes back after being off and he's pissed off at joanna and yeah. kenny for hooking up on the island and he just causes mayhem on the champions team for like the first half of that season and then they had i think it was um either either uh freshman two where they introduced Kara and laurel and then after that is cutthroat and then rivals one which rivals one i say is the probably the best season of the challenge <laughs> ever uh then you had battle of the x's then battle of the seasons where frank was just a, a complete jerk uh and then you got rivals too which is one of my favorite seasons because ct and west were a team like and i liked team. i liked those type of like the rivals and i liked those type of themes because now it's like war of the world like they come up with the stupidest theme like what does this mean like you got CT on Team Europe. Like, what are we doing here yeah. for, for War of the Worlds? <laughs> those, those were all, like, those seasons there all were so good, though. Because it was, like, all the people that are, like, 40 now were about 30. And they were just super entertaining. And that one season, Wes took off a couple seasons. And then he came back and he had the soccer elimination that he was so stoked about because he plays soccer. And then he was like... <laughs> fuck you fuck you fuck you you're cool fuck you (laughs) greatest thing ever that's why i was so excited that he's on the all-star season because they needed they needed some wes in there and i love the first thing he says in his confessional is i i you know all this kumbaya stuff on the all-stars he's like i'm not for it someone needs to put the cutthroat in in all-stars and he you can tell he's gonna do it he's gonna yep. scare him at some point yeah he's like everybody's scared of me they're all worried about me and you know, everybody's talking about west can't trust them just can't do anything west couldn't slide any rookie dms 
this season, you know, he, in the actual seasons, he's like just sliding in the DMs, like, hey, let's work together and stuff. I'm sure he messaged uh, Team Austin. It was like, all right, we got each other's back, right? But hey, he doesn't have the rookies to to get in their DMs to to try to coax well yeah. with them. Everyone knows what to expect from Wes. It ain't a mystery. Yeah, that's that's the interesting part more about the people that haven't been on for so long. Because, I mean, like, we just had Wes on. We know, everybody knows what Wes is going to do. But the people that we haven't seen in 10 or 15 years, it's like, okay, how are they going to handle this? A lot of these people don't know them and everything. Like, I mean, there's people that I have to Google them to remember who they are when I see their name pop up. Because I'm like, uh, (laughs) (laughs) sorry. (laughs) I do like the whole West versus yes rivalry that has been sprouting up on social media because I know you guys haven't seen episode two, but I kind of now understand why West has a problem with them because it just it's just a battle of philosophies because mm-hmm. because West is bringing the drama and cutthroat. That's why yes doesn't like him. And, and yes because- is all kumbaya. Yeah. <laughs> And Wes is, and yes, is all kumbaya, but yet he's still playing the game. So Wes doesn't like that because he feels like you're fronting because you're doing all the kumbaya stuff, but you're just as cutthroat as me. Exactly. Yeah. And I think that those, they're both so intelligent. So having them be on opposite sides of it is very interesting as well. Because I feel like most of the people that come on the show are not very intelligent. (laughs) (laughs) That's why they're on the show, is because they're not very intelligent. Well, I mean, like, the older ones, a lot of them, you know, they were straight out of college. So, yeah, they got on road rules or real world or whatever. But now it's like these people want their career to be on MTV shows. Yeah. Like, the people that come on now, it's like, (laughs) have you ever read a book? Like... (laughs) (laughs) I don't even... Yeah, I don't know half the people that are on these shows nowadays which is a shame yeah that's that's why i'm not so into the normal seasons anymore because i don't know who these people are and then like i i don't even get invested in them because we'll probably never see them on another season again so it's like okay wish we could have only seen josh on one season (laughs) (laughs) like why couldn't we just get josh on one season like seriously and but they have josh is good television I don't y'all like fuck him. He's he's horrible, but he's good television. All right. I'll give Josh that. Some of these guys just they don't stand out. They're not memorable. At least you remember Josh. That is true. That one season where they had the two Ambers and all those other new people, I swear to God, I did not remember who they could put them in front of me right now and I would not know who was who, what show they were from, if they were from the UK or the United States. I would not be able to tell you. Like that's how, that's how I feel watching back like War of the Worlds 1 and War of the Worlds 2. There's a lot of different people where I'm just like, why did you even come on here? Because yeah. you're, they were never going to use you again because you lack personality. Like They come on there and get their like $30,000 check to be there. And they're like, all right, I'm here. Good. Get a nice <laughs> vacation out of it. And yeah. that's that. Pretty but much. It's a, it's a good life if you can get it, honestly. A nice vacation. Get on television. Get some money. Yeah. Somebody pay me to take a vacation and be on television. All right. I'll do the competitions. I don't care about the competitions. Oh, I wouldn't immediately. I wouldn't be good television because I don't drink and I don't like people, so I'm gonna be by myself the whole time. (laughs) 
<laughs> you're just gonna have people talking behind your back like she's so anti-social yeah yeah she's so stuck up and then they'll like pan to me in a room sitting in a corner reading a book <laughs> oh that would be great that, that's what i want to see i want to see jeremy talking trash about people threatening to kick them in the face i'll do it. i'll turn it on for the camera I'll, I'll drink even though i don't really drink but i'll just i'll go crazy over there Actually, they they might like me because they can get me to say a bunch of confessionals about how i'm doing it for my kids so they would just sure. play that over and over and over and over so <laughs> just be I'm, like i'm the female Corey. yeah exactly <laughs> please don't hook up with everybody share uh, that's what the female Corey is just no 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 i mean i mean female i know Corey. now he's got he's gotten better yeah she just removed herself she said nope no my mom called me oh. <laughs> oh, that's he's wild. gotten better about his his hookups and he's just like yeah it's all about riley it's all about her and all this stuff but man that that man because he's got page. he's got the kid with Cheyenne. He's got the kid with Taylor. Him and Taylor got another kid on the way. Like, dude, better not be hooking up with anybody else because he's obviously pretty fertile. <laughs> don't think he cares. Don't think he cares at this point. I, I, really I will say though, Corey was more entertaining when he was doing that. I, I, oh, I haven't yeah. been entertained at, at Corey in a while, especially not season thirty-six or season. Well, he's, not, he's not he's not very good is one I, of the problems with Corey. i miss i miss Corey and tony fighting over pasta oh, oh man. man that is that oh, is man. like the like when i tell when i tell wifey about the challenge i always tell her about that one like someone got disqualified for fighting pasta. <laughs> it was just the funniest like he freaking body slammed him over some pasta <laughs> Pasta, look, pasta, especially pasta. In, in this house, we have that shit like two times a week because you get plenty of leftovers out of it as well. Pasta is some serious business. I'll tell you, I'll kick one of these kids in the head over some pasta. I, if they I try do to love get some leftovers. pasta. I, I love pasta. That's, I'll that's... power bomb them. That's fine. Uh, so I see, I see where they're coming from, honestly. <laughs> we out here getting power bombed over pasta. All right, okay, that's fair. That's fair. But I, I gotta give it to you guys, Cyrus. On uh, this first episode, he was smart. He worked smarter, not harder. Because Tyler was like digging and digging and digging, but they're going to the same dirt yeah. pile. And it was just like Cyrus was just like, "Well, I'm just gonna do this slow because you're doing all the work for me." Yeah. <laughs> I was like, genius, Cyrus. You're colorblind, but you're smart. Well, and Cyrus is like 50, isn't he? Yeah. 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 So, yeah. I mean, it doesn't matter how in shape you are. You got some pain when you're 50. So, Tyler's probably 10 plus years younger than him. So, yeah, let him do the work. That's why Sorry. I like that they have Kayla on there, who's 29, against people... Kayla's 29? Yeah. She's I mean, she, it feels like she's been on television for like 15 years now. It, it yeah. has. Because they do like two challenges. At one point, they were doing like two challenges True. per year. Yeah. So she was on a lot of those seasons. If she was so on like the one. Champs versus Stars and yeah. doing the regular season. And then she was on the Are You the One or whatever the hell it was. And then she was all over social media. So... Anything to promote, share, 
<laughs> Guess not. Good talk. Oh, um, I don't really have anything going on. Uh, you can send me good vibes because I have like 16 days left of grad school and I have oh. an 800 point project that's due that I haven't started on. So <laughs> good luck. <laughs> It's on Major League Baseball. I can bullshit my oh, way nice. through some Major League oh, Baseball good. stuff. So, I mean, but yeah. So, uh, that's about it. I don't really have much more. There you go. Caden is putting over your hair. There we go. Who is? Caden. Oh. There. Put it on the screen. Oh, thank you. It actually looks terrible. I was supposed to get it done this Wednesday. Look at my roots. They're awful. Uh, the girl who does my hair, her daughter had to have surgery, so I can't get it done until next Aww, week. So holy. I put toner on this side, and then my hair turned lavender. So then I had to wash it with blue Dawn dish soap. And uh, yeah, it's it's been a time. It's been a time. <laughs> I think that you're washing your hair with dish soap. Yes, blue Dawn dish soap. Because the purple shampoo, I left it in too long. So then my hair was like split purple and orange and i'm like this is not what we're going for <laughs> and the only thing i could get to get it out was blue dawn dish soap so i'm like yeah it was it was entertaining but i don't have anything else going on i'm just here fair i mean very fair we're all just here in the end at the end of the day right yeah i don't Thanks. really watch I don't really watch wrestling anymore. So. We don't talk about wrestling on the show. Get out of here, Cher. <laughs> Thanks for joining us, as always. Yes. All right, SV3. Anything else? We've, we've gone way long for this show. We'll pick back up on Entourage at some point. I'm actually like way ahead when it comes to Entourage, so I've been, I've been going ahead on stuff. But anything you'd like to plug, SV3? I won't really need to like watch Entourage until we get to like season five and six. Those are the only seasons that are a blur to me. Um, but yes, uh, check us, check me out tr at True Hill SP3 uh, later today. True Hill Heat YouTube channel. Myself and Jay News preview the New Japan Pro Wrestling Capital Collision pay per view for tomorrow. So go over, check that out, and. I'm on, I think, Sports Keto Wrestling later on with Dutch Mantel, so I will try to make Dutch say something crazy. <laughs> SC3, always putting in the work. You're going to find him punching Alex McCarthy in the face in the next couple of weeks as well. Uh, guys, we appreciate the support here at Fight Forever Book. Thanks again to Caden for uh, doing, doing some graphics for us, and we'll roll out some more graphics from Caden in the coming weeks. We'll be back next week talking, maybe on Monday. We might be back on Monday. At the very least, there will be a potentially an SP3 laughing video on Monday. There could be a full episode of the show on Monday. We shall see. It'll all depend on how the, the playoffs break with Game 7. Bye, everybody! You guys enjoy your weekend. Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers.